Welcome back to Disney Dependent. I'm James McMillan. And I'm Mondo. From Five Fires YouTube. That is so incredibly <laughs> obscure. Uh, I, I have thought this I'd thing. catch you and you'd say Sarah Chilcott and then you screwed it up. I screwed it up. I'm trying to memorize the intro to Five Fires YouTube. For it, I, a reason? Just, I really love Mondo. He's just like a little sweet, sweet uh, YouTube host to me. And I love his channel. He makes me smile. <laughs> I I love how every thumbnail is him going like, you know, like, like for the listeners, like he puts his hand behind like him like presenting. he's presenting. Exactly. Yeah. Like I'm at DCA or wherever I am. He's so smiley, so positive, And I'm trying to memorize his intro. I almost have it. <laughs> Let's just do his intro for the show next week. <laughs> uh, welcome so, back to Five Fires. Yeah, it's like, welcome back to Five Fires. I'm the main host, Mondo. Mondo. Let's, Let's do this. <laughs> but before that, he's like, we got to fire it up. Fire, fire it up. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. So apparently I need to look at Five Fires. Yeah, he does okay. the same at intro. The Cali Bay. At the Yeah, if you're not oh. already following me on Instagram. Follow me at Calibay. I do Real know what big that is. big dude, Hispanic yeah. guy in California. Yeah. Okay. I haven't actually seen the YouTube, but I know the Calibay from Instagram. He's slowly become one of my favorites of the YouTuber, Disney YouTubers, because he's just so positive and mm-hmm. joyful. It's great. The opposite of me. Yeah. To- yeah. And, and uh, <laughs> yeah. all of us. Yeah. Per- yeah. You're, you're the worst. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think you're that. Well, I, think, I think you think you're negative and cynical, but you're not. I am, but I do a good job of pretending that I'm not sometimes. Yeah, yeah I think you just have uh, definitive judgments on things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah which don't, I, I don't respect. tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, you respect. I respect that's that. That's not true. Either like it or get down, and that's it. What are you going to yeah. do? But the thing is, I either like it or I don't, and then the next day, different. Yeah, you change it. Total, not <laughs> yeah, definitive at all. Yeah. Well, um, how's everyone doing around the room, Sarah Hugo? I am doing well. Um, I have an admission to make. Yeah. I got someone to come clean my house. Really? Like, like you hired someone? I sure did. No way. Yeah. <laughs> it's something I've dreamt of since I was a child. It's luxury. It's luxury. Um, is it more? Is it? Is it more or less than you thought it would be? It's a little bit more than I thought it would be. It's a little bit more than I want it to be. Let's put it that way. And what does it get you? Like a day of time or just I'll clean your house? She comes for um, either two hours or one hour with two people every other week. Oh, so this is a thing moving forward. Oh, yes. Oh, it's not just... Oh, I thought you were just doing it one time just for fun. (laughs) This was my third go. And... Wow. It's incredible. And she just basically just does the floors and the bathrooms and dusts. I and... look, I get it. Uh, no, when we we used to pay someone to do our lawn. Now we don't have a front lawn anymore. Right. But when we did, yeah. and it was a huge front lawn. Yeah, it was the best. What seventy five bucks a month? A yeah. month I've ever spent. Yeah, I'm well, clearly not just... going to do it. So, since I've been serving at the restaurant, I make enough in tips in one night. Yeah. To pay for it every which, other week, which is worth it. Totally worth it. Totally I would rather work it. for four hours oh, yeah. at the restaurant yep. and not have to clean my own home. Time to me is worth more than money at and this point. you know what? It honestly helps me not resent my family. Uh, oh, by right. family, it's mostly just Your one specific 
of the children, Hayden. Oh, um, oh, that's not who I thought. Oh, yeah. No, it's Hayden. Really? 100%. He's a boy. Just he a just dumb boy. He just doesn't clean up yeah. at all. Yeah. I didn't so, either at that age. It's bad. The bathroom, the kid's bathroom, I just, I actually made an announcement probably about six months ago. I'm not going in here anymore. Yeah, this is on you. I'm just not going to step yeah. foot in, keep the light off. I don't want to see it. This it's is so the horrendous. one upstairs. Yeah. The middle one. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I just stopped going in there. Does and... Lauren share that bathroom too? Yeah, they all do. Oh, those animals. All and three her of boyfriend. them share that room. Oh, boy, oh, boy. And anyone else who happens to be over. So it's a just a very disgusting bathroom. bathroom. Mm-hmm. There's always laundry on the floor. Yeah. There's just like 25 empty shampoo bottles in the champ- in the <sighs> shower. And I was like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I can't know it's there, even though I refuse to clean it. Yeah. And Does Hayden steal all the great. dishes like I did? At oh, that age? yeah. Yeah. He takes it up to his room. And stacks them on the stacks. floor near his yeah. chair. So you go down to the kitchen, like, where are all the bowls? Yeah, we have no forks. We have no forks. Yep. They're all in Hayden's room. Mm-hmm. Got it. Honestly, though, most of the forks are my fault because I take him to work to eat lunch and then I throw them back in my bag. And I'll go looking in my bag and I'll find like six <laughs> forks that I've just licked clean. Hey, remember when you used to steal silverware and stuff from restaurants? No. I, w- I wouldn't do that. The funniest, weird, like, teenager tick you had. You would you would go to like help Sherry's and just stuff your purse with silverware. And I didn't steal glasses. anything anywhere else. Yeah. But yeah, I couldn't Cherries. help myself. I mean, I think that's part of the experience. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, congrats on getting cleaner. That's thank great. You, thank you. Ash, how are you doing? Covered in plague. Yeah, you really are. Yeah. So it ends up not being bug bites. No. So I'm not infested. I'm just disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> well, we knew this the whole time. <laughs> um, it's just finally showing. <laughs> yeah. So explain it to the audience, though. What is it? It's a rare kind of diagnosis. I'm not really sure what The fancy it. name for it, and I'm butchering it, is... Prurigo nodularis. Good job. It's an extremely rare, unknown cause skin condition that will just be something that I just deal with now. So it basically produces what what would look like bug bites. If I had just like spent, mosquito bites. If I had spent a week camping without a bug net in the yeah. Everglades, yeah, <laughs> is what it does to me. It's crazy. And I just to. For the audience, I'm looking at you right now, and I don't see anything. So you know, she, she covered just, herself. I I just up feel a bit. like it's important to know that she doesn't actually no. look like no, no, the she, alien in Lilo and Stitch. That's it. I'm getting naked. Yeah, <laughs> you'll see. She's just covered in it's, welts. It's everywhere. I put yeah. makeup all over my neck and face. Oh, I'm sorry. It's insane. It's been one of the weirdest things to witness. So and I'm it's sorry. itchy. Very. It's um. It's maddening itchy. Yeah. Like, it's a thing where it's, like, it's so severe that you end up just covering yourself in, like, s- like scabs and blood. I get you, that. you can't not right. scratch. And topical, anything that you normally do for this doesn't do anything. Yeah. So the doc gave oh. her, like, heavy, you know, prednisone and some prescribed antihistamine, which did help last time. Yeah, so I'm but then stoked. Back, then I'm going to so. start feeling better by Thanksgiving, which is tomorrow when we're yeah. recording this. Wee wee. If anyone listening has experience with that, or you know someone that has experience with that, please message us. Mm-hmm. Please, for the love of God, we, we could use some info on that, because that is really bizarre. It is. There's like no answers. It's really weird. Those yeah. are the worst diagnoses. I mean, we had a, a, a bug guy come to the house 
yeah. check out the house. He's like, you, he's like you guys I really have don't. I really don't think it's bugs. And then the friggin' dermatologist, the first lady I saw, she's like, I don't think it's bugs. And I'm like, yeah. what the hell is this? <laughs> Weird. You're allergic to James. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. I did find out that I'm mildly allergic to cats, and I was like, doesn't change anything. No, I worked with a woman who was severely allergic to cats and she was more even more of a cat lady than you oh and she had to go in like once a year and have her sinuses drained wow and she so had to she, take like heavy prescription it was worth it allergy for her. medicine good for yeah. her and she had her cats yeah i we <laughs> i had a fake scenario with ash that we do this you know weird couple stuff been been together for 20 years i pretended to be the doctor saying Excuse me, ma'am. Um, we have the results back, and it turns out that Dexter, your cat Dexter, is a reason that you have this allergic reaction. Mm-hmm. And she's like, she lunged at me like she was going to strangle me. <laughs> I'll kill you. I'll, I'll kill, you. kill you. And it was like, wait, hold on, lady. It's not just the good news is it's just if you physically touch him. <laughs> And then it got even worse. I'll kill you. <laughs> How do I know you're not a cop? <laughs> uh, we. So good. Um, I have some good news on in my. Let's talk about me. Uh, one of the guys I manage yeah. got nominated, officially nominated for a Grammy. The record he worked on, an artist called Doja Cat, the record got nominated eight times. That's so awesome. And he. Uh, was the audio engineer for the whole thing. So Oops. you peripherally have been nominated yes. for a Grammy. Congratulations, um, Grammy James. Adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> You're Grammy nominee yes. adjacent. Hey, if I were one of those scummy LA managers, I'd go around town telling people that I am nominated. That's I told how that people works. at work that you were Grammy nominee adjacent. So yeah. I think exciting. that my brother has you saved in his phone as Grammy nominated. No, no Oscar nominated. Oscar nominated because... <laughs> The band I used to play in had a song That's right. in a movie called The Wrestler that was nominated for an Oscar. Yes. Or maybe it did win an Oscar, I actually. think it won. No, it won. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, every once in a while I'll get 25 cents in, yeah. the, in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. I hear something off the... It's just in. It's 45 and cloudy at not Disneyland. Oh, and it's 73 and sunny at Disneyland. That's such perfect dream. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Happy holidays. Ooh. Happy Yuletide greetings. Hey, what does that mean? Yule? Yule is Christmas? We already had this conversation. I already forgot what you said about it. <laughs> I did too. Did we have this conversation? No, you weren't a part of it, to be fair. Is. Okay. What, yeah, what does Yule mean? Yule is just an old pagan Perfect. celebration. Ah. Uh, so it's just like a time of the year? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Move it's on. like saying... Happy... Fall. Sure. But happy Yule Tide. Weird Norwegian stuff. Yule, Yule Tide greetings. Yule Old time. Yule. <laughs> Yule time. Weird white people stuff. We'll just say that. <laughs> happy what? Yule time. A, a Yule log, not 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 in the sense you think I said. I had a log. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, found out that my friend Morgan, yeah, and her husband Devin no, have not no, seen no, Christmas no. vacation. What the what? Right? You mean those your, your former friend? Well, they're gonna be my friends still. I just That's, have to remedy that. That is shocking. Yeah, 
I know. Wait, well, they're kind of young, though. It's is a that wasted why? youth, as Josh said. Yeah, that is a wasted youth. So we're going to get together. They are young. They don't seem like the... T- I mean, they like Disneyland. They like pop culture. They like this oh, kind of stuff. Totally. They like Christmas a lot. And they know a lot of really bad, totally dumb old movies. I mean, they've so, seen like Elf and stuff, oh, yeah. I would assume. Yeah. Okay. So they just haven't seen this yet. So we are Unreal. going to have them over and watch this movie and try really hard not to quote every line. <laughs> yeah. We have some of those moose mugs. Yes. That uh, yes. we got for Christmas a few years ago from our friends Amy and Aaron. Yeah. And I'll have wonder, to make some nog. What would that, like, what is that experience? Because it's really tough to say because these are movies that we grow up with. Right. Like when Haley, our younger sister, watched Labyrinth for yes. the first time. <laughs> and hated uh-huh. it. She was like, hey, what's wrong with you guys? Yeah. I know. But, that, but that's an extreme one. Right? Yeah. I think Christmas Vacation holds up. I think I do. it does. I hope so. I mean, so. I do, but I just... Is that because I'm 38? I yeah, don't know. it could be. A little, little bit of column we'll A, a little bit of column B. Right. Okay. Well, that's shocking. So, yeah, we're going we're gonna to remedy that. Uh, yeah. We've already talked about possibly making a green jello mold with some Lucky Charms to look like cat food. Uh, Josh <laughs> no, really just wants cat me. Food in it. Yeah, Josh really wants me to get him a black dicky. <laughs> yes. And a white sweater <laughs> so he can be Uncle Eddie. He could pull that off too. Yeah. So I was like, if I can't find a black dicky, all I need is a black turtleneck and I can just <laughs> cut it into a dicky. He just needs a very thin white sweater. So. He's tall too, so yeah. that somehow it's fitting. It's just going to be obscene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm on board. Yeah. Uh, so today is Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, and we are those people who we hold off. No Christmas until after yeah, Thanksgiving. That's right. That's, that's kind of our rule. Um, so starting Friday morning, it's all Christmas it's all the time. It's on. And yep. I have to admit that I have a Christmas tree up in my house right now, but it's not decorated. <gasps> wow. Because, so here's the story. I Is think it a I may real have tree? told you. No. Oh, Sarah. I got an artificial tree. Is this the first year? This is my first year with an artificial tree. Okay, I want to so, hear you out on this. Okay. So the last probably five or uh, three years, Christmas tree hunting has become more and more of a chore. It's less exciting. Yep. Yep. It's a big mess. Yep. It's expensive. Yep. We end up with pine needles all over they, the house. It dies it halfway dies through before. the season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we don't have little kids anymore. Yeah. And for those of you who do have kids, so it's not kids, like you're going on. I, I don't want to say anything that's going to give anything away to, you know children right now mm-hmm. but if you know what i'm talking about you go to tree farms you go and visit yeah. with santa yeah and that's not something that my kids do anymore sure so it's just not the same and we've been doing it for a really long time and we've just decided that it is it's a lot of work and i I said, I want a fake tree. And Josh was like, you're blasphemy. This is blasphemy. You can't get a fake tree. We live in Oregon. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, uh-huh. I know. So I was looking at them over Mom and Christmas Dad did it. last they year. They converted like three years ago. I know. I was looking at them over Christmas last year. And like for a decent fake seven foot tree, it was like four or $500. Oh my God. And I was like, uh, no never way. mind. Yeah. But I saved one in my Amazon cart, like in my wish list. Mm-hmm. Well, the other night, I may or may not have been drinking whiskey. <laughs> I got an alert from Amazon that my tree went on sale. Okay. Way on sale. Is that right? And I just hit buy now. 
showed up three days later. And when it showed up, Lauren and Logan were there. And I, I was like, oh, my gosh, our tree's here. And yes, we set it up. Like Is it like a good half week off? before Christmas? More than half off. Got it ended it. up being one seventy nine, including and how, shipping. So, how much is a tree? Nor I never remember. We spent a hundred dollars on a tree price. last year. Yeah, it sounds about right. Eighty, hundred. So, yeah. in two years, you've already two seasons. You've you've saved exactly, money, right? and it is actually better for the environment. Sure. I know that's crazy, but if you use it over and over and over, it's you're not cutting down a bunch of trees. I hate not and... supporting the Christmas tree lots, though. I do too, but I'll still go I and I'll shop their gift shop. Yeah. And I'll get the hot yeah. chocolate and sleigh bells. We'll we love do sleigh all bells in Sherwood. Yeah, but huh. we just don't have to haul a muddy tree back to our house and deal with that. One of the guys I manage, Alan Day, uh, he lives out in like the middle of nowhere, Massachusetts, outside of Worcester. Mm-hmm. Not. Worcester, it's Worcester. Worcester, yeah. And anyway, during this season, him and his wife have a Christmas tree lot, and mm-hmm. and so they do that for a whole month, and they make good money doing it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's like I want to support people like that, you know, but I don't know. James, I'm not doing a fake tree. I'm just letting you know that right now. So I'm just arguing that I get where Sarah's coming from. That's fine. That's all I'm saying. I got my fake tree, but I'm planning to go get garland at one of the tree farms. There you and go. And put that up so yeah. that it still smells good. But yeah. realistically, our trees haven't smelled like anything after the first two days. I like, and we, I, again, we live I in Oregon. I stick my face in the tree. I'm like, where is Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> That's what Dexter does. Yeah. Well, yeah, the new kitten, Vincent, has oh. been climbing the new tree. Oh, boy. And oh, yeah. I actually moved it across the room today, and there was tufts of Vincent inside the tree. So <laughs> we'll see how this year goes. No yeah. breakable ornaments are going on it this year. So how big is it? Seven feet. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and it's, like, perfectly shaped. Well, it's it looks very real. And yeah, they, they, the top is not perfectly straight, just like a regular real tree. Oh, wow. But it's it's great. Yeah. Interesting. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. And I think with stuff mm. on it, especially, you would not be able to tell. Hey, Sarah, is it better than mom and dad's tree or, or what? Yes. It looks like more real than yeah, their tree. It does. Because I, I kind of like their tree, but it's a little small. It's very small. It's a wonder moment. Ours is huge. Don't tell mom and dad I said that, though. I would never tell them. So, well, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, man. So, right. uh. So, anyway. I've gathered you t- here today. Yes. With something special in mind. Okay. I love special things. So we're talking Christmas. We're talking holidays. We're talking Yuletide. Or Yule time. We're tiding Yule. All the logs in all the land. (laughs) Speaking of land. Yeah. I would like to tell you about some of the... uh, I don't want to say crazy. I don't even want to say weird. Bananas. Unusual. Ah. Yes. Bananas is good. But unusual... Christmas traditions from around the world. Yay! Oh, I love that. And I love it. Before I go into them, I just wanted to say that I found my stuff at wanderlust.co.uk. Love it. And yha.com.au and holidayextras.com. Hey, just quickly, why why is it that in other countries, especially the UK, Australia, it's .au or .uk? Why 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 in America, it's not .us.com? Uh, like, what, some what of, is that? Well, some of the, like, um, government-run stuff is. Like, my, 
my email well, sure, address is a dot gov. us uh, sure for government stuff work. but i mean like a band website tool.com.uk it's like a uk website it's i, I always wondered why they do that anyway well just because wondering. basically we're the baseline everyone else is <laughs> right. added on right? we're the center of right? the world center of the world, of the world. <laughs> just kidding anyway okay so i'm going to start it off with japan Ooh. have either of you heard of anything unusual that japan does for christmas no i can only assume that they do some unusual things well there's one in particular they <laughs> they blink Something just happened. What was that sound? I don't know. That was me. Oh, Oh, okay. Okay. One thing in particular that they eat for their Christmas dinner. Any guesses? I mean, I would assume it's fish-based. It is not. (laughs) Okay. It is Kentucky Fried Chicken. Uh, I could have... You could have given me a hundred guesses and I would have never gotten that. I will admit that I did not do a ton of research into how many people in Japan do this, but it kept popping up but it popped all up. over the internet when I was looking this stuff up. Yeah, KFC has it a is weird... a true thing. Well, yeah, KFC has a strange cultural yes. thing. Like uh, Saudi Arabia loves KFC. I don't know why I know that. But yeah, it's kind of a thing around the world. So I don't know how long ago it started, but KFC started doing campaigns to basically convince the Japanese that... On our side of the world, we eat fried chicken for our holiday feasts. And they started dressing up the statues of Colonel Sanders out front of their restaurants and Santa. Okay. And... So it was like really Americana. Very, Like, this is what they do. Oh, if you want to be like the Western world, let's do this. Awesome. And it caught on, and now it's huge. It doesn't help that they have very small ovens in Japan. So right. cooking a giant meal is actually oh, right. not really easy yeah, to not, do. Yeah, they're not doing a huge 12-pound turkey. They're not big turkey. oven people. Right. They do a lot of stuff stovetop and, you yeah. know, that kind of thing. So um, then basically they're going to be adding a KFC to Epcot's Japan Pavilion, oh, correct? Oh, they better. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. They even have special packaging for the holidays. And if you want to eat inside the restaurant, you need to make reservations. Oh, my God. That's adorable. I kind of love it. Yeah, I do, too. (laughs) And they have started doing an online ordering system where you can order your bucket ahead of time and have it delivered to you for your holiday meal. Dude, that's great. Isn't that funny? That is hilarious. You know, I think about this, you know, as Disney fans, Disney Park fans specifically, because we want to go to the Tokyo Disneyland, obviously. Yes, we do. One of these days. Um, and they have different, is, is Tokyo the one where they have like that weird bear guy mascot or am I thinking of Shanghai or Hong, I think that's Hong Kong I rather? Know. I don't know. One of the two. Anyway, uh, the, the point being that even, even things like Disney parks where, where you would think there'd be a standard, right? It's, it's Mickey Mouse everywhere yeah. you go. And I mean, they have that, but they also have their Japanese Disney park thing. Right. And I just love that. Yeah. I just love that. And Christmas is no different. So totally. I'm just in love with the idea of different countries, how, you know, how they celebrate Christmas. Yeah, absolutely. KFC. It, Isn't that funny? That's so weird. Well, it's sort of like how here a lot of people will do Christmas dinner Chinese food. We do Thanksgiving Chinese food with yeah. Ash's dad. It's a really year. common thing. We've done it for 20 years. Yeah. Yep. And I mean, 
where did that start? I know there's a reason for it. In fact, I think I recently read about that, but I don't remember. I think it was a Jewish thing where oh, that's Jewish people is. would go oh. and eat that because they well, didn't do ahead. Christmas. Because I guess they didn't do Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also in Christmas Story, the movie, they, yep. they yeah. go out. That's another thing is that, you know, traditional Asian cultures don't always celebrate so Christmas. That's, what, that's it what it is. It has nothing to do with Jewish people. <laughs> yeah, I don't think There's it a does. Jewish connection, and I'm not going to Google it, but Uh-oh. it's there. Okay, Alex I think, Jones. All no, right. I think it is, though, that like a lot of Asian cultures don't celebrate Christmas, right. or at least they didn't used to. Yeah, right. Like and early so those immigrants. were the only restaurants that were open. Sure. And they're like, we're going to rack up that you know yeah people who don't want to cook at home totally yeah. <laughs> sign me up heck yeah heck yeah is what Sec- I just said. yeah Sec- yeah okay we are we're moving on yep we're moving on hop we're- on your airplane we're, we're going to on norway Soren. <laughs> yeah oh yeah we're over to norway dangle those feet and uh in norway the norwegians yes as they are called they believe that Christmas Eve coincides with the arrival of evil spirits and witches. Yes. Well, yeah. This is what I'm into. Dude, like Krampus. Dark, dark Christmas. Yeah. Dude, there's yes. a new Netflix series called Elves. Elves. Oh. That's like a horror that's comedy great. Christmas show. Fantastic. Yeah. Anyway. So um, their tradition is to hide all of their brooms before they go to sleep. Unbelievably cool. Isn't that so cute? That's oh, adorable. I love dark Christmas also, stuff. Also, my broom's already hidden. What am I going to do? I, Mine's out really, front. Well, and if you think about it, a lot of Christmas, because I want to be careful how I say this. Like, um, for example, I hate the whole uh you know like tattoos when they have like a mickey mouse but he's like got a bloody knife and he's a psycho mickey i hate that stuff it's so like wow how edgy so i I, it kind of bothers me when when there's like it's a christmas horror movie just for the sake of that it's kind of lame yeah but when it's done well and it's done authentically, mm-hmm. man there's nothing better yeah. like krampus is done perfectly go ahead ash she's raising her I'm hand i'm redeeming myself the question that I Googled was, do Jewish people eat Chinese food on Christmas Day? Best Google question ever. Uh-huh. From ctvnews.ca. So that's how you know. Uh-huh. It's Canadian. There's a longstanding tradition of Jewish families in Canada and the U.S. going out to eat Chinese food on December 25th. The custom dates back to at least 1935 when the New York Times mentioned a Chinese restaurant owner bringing chow mein to a New Jersey Jewish children's home on Christmas Day. See? Huh. I'm not just weird. It's a thing. <laughs> okay. I'm not I'm not crazy. I'm not just weird is what she said. <laughs> I'm not she just weird. Say, I'm not weird. Ashley, you keep talking about all these rashes on you. You know you have nothing on you, right? What? There's, there's nothing there. <laughs> what? You're not even here. You're not even here. Who am I Whoa. talking to? James has been dead for 80 years. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Cool. Right. Back on your soaring. Back on it. Thing. Back on strapping in. We're Dangling flying the feet. to Venezuela. Ooh, I correctly right. whisked away to Venezuela. Venezuela. Now I could find. No, I shouldn't say that because I didn't look. I I <laughs> saw no information about why this is a custom. Got it. But it's fantastic. Ooh. So Ooh. the week leading up to Christmas, Venezuelans attend a daily mass. It's mm-hmm. very, very early in the morning. They go every day. Okay. Okay. Well, in the capital, Caracas, am I saying that right? Yeah, yeah sounds sure. right. 
it's customary to go on roller skates. What? <laughs> so they were they strap on their roller skates and they roller skate to mass every morning. And you said you f- you don't know why. I don't know why. Okay. And many of the Ashley, roads in the capital are closed until 8 a.m. to provide safe passage <sighs> is... for the roller skating mass goers. I man, I want to see that so bad. So bad. Like. 6 a.m. Whole families if, roller skating. Yep. I wonder if there's a like huge uptick in like broken bones in the oh. hospitals on that day. <laughs> yeah, grandma tries the to roller skate up to mass. To Christmas right. is just broken ankles. And... We are back. We briefly had to take a break because our cat with asthma was coughing. Yay! Yay! <laughs> okay. Uh, briefly, I did look up why do Venezuelans roller skate to mass the week leading up to Christmas. This thing says, this article, metro.co.uk. It isn't clear precisely how or why this unusual tradition started, but sources suggest it it is an alternative to sledding. December temperatures in the Southern Hemisphere can reach into the high 30s. That's not a reason. That's Celsius, obviously. Uh, The contrast between the carefree... Fun of roller skating and the solemnity. I can't. Solemnity. Solemnity of masters reflected in Venezuela's unique demographic. Whatever. Uh, I don't know. (laughs) And that's how much we (laughs) care about you. Well, it's still a fun little thing. I I would see pictures of it, so people are doing it. It it is a real thing. We just don't really know why, and I don't really know how widespread it is. It's within the capital. Sure, is a big thing, but. Don't, you know still what's don't weird know how about big this stuff, though? Is. You can't really answer why we do a lot of the things we do. Heck no, I don't know why we do most of the things we do for holidays. I mean, re- like, the whole, you know, it's it's kind of uh, a played out thought, but it is weird that you cut down a tree, a yeah. dead tree, and put it in your living room, and you put expensive things under it. The whole thing's weird. I've had people explain it to me. Well, it goes back to, like, the pagan something. Yule. Uh, and? And more. I need more. <laughs> I need more. I need more, but I don't care enough to find out. Who's the first lunatic to do that? Hey, honey, I cut down a tree in our yard. Sounds I, like something I'm I would just do. Just set it up and bring corner. it in and put a bunch of fire on yeah. it. Yeah, I actually just read recently huh? that um, trees in homes were not actually like widespread at all until like the 1840s. I yeah. Think. Oh, interesting. Because so, so- the queen put a tree up. There and you go. had it decorated in the like foyer of the palace or like something. Like the English queen? I think so. Sure. A queen? It's some queen. Yes. The queen. The American the queen. queen. Right. Man, uh-huh. I see what I did there. It's and uh, that caught on in Europe and then it Well, Christmas over as here. we know it here, especially in America, really didn't become, again, how we know it now until like the 50s. Mm-hmm. You can look this up. It was something that Mark Brickey had covered recently. That like the 20s and 30s, Christmas was very for Christians only for the most part. Yeah. And you had some of those traditions. But the way that we know it now, like, you know, uh, going to the mall and shopping for toys, it really became commercialized through corporations and and marketing. Yep. And, you know, you can have criticisms of that or not. There are criticisms of that for sure. But, yeah, the way that we know it today with like the movies and the kind of pulpiness of it and the right. pop culture-ness of it is fairly new. Well, so we're talking about all these traditions that we think are weird in other countries and to them, 
the things that we do are weird. Of course. The, of course. The shopping. Going mm-hmm. shopping like crazy. The fact that every single store is packed full packed. of Christmas everything. Right. And there's music playing on every radio station in every store in yeah. your home. The fact that we have so many Christmas movies. Yes. Like... And songs that, and yeah, all of it. It's just, it's like it's really, really not typical of the rest of the world. Yeah. And I mean, uh, so I have a friend who's in England right now. And this reminds me of the movie Love Actually, which is based in England. Mm-hmm. And if you watch that movie, it gives like a, a countdown to Christmas. Mm-hmm. And when it starts, it's somewhere around Thanksgiving, our time. Mm-hmm. And it's already decked out with Christmas decorations everywhere around London. And every time we watch it, we're like, God, that is really early. But if you think about it, they don't have Thanksgiving. Right. So they start celebrating Christmas kind of after Halloween. Yeah. And a friend of ours, Dasha, who lives in London, she, she's been posting stuff about that. And she's been there since then. And it's like, right after Halloween, it is go. It that's is go time. funny. And they're just as commercialized as we are here now. I actually, I know that's a stupid thing to say, but I forget that Thanksgiving is not... Right. Like an international thing. It's uniquely American. So. It's not it, even in Canada. Yeah. They Some Canadians, I think on the West Coast, celebrate it a little bit more. Like I have a friend who lives in uh, Vancouver. I think they that would celebrate there's it. their own version. They do of, have their own version. Thanksgiving. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. We're getting back on our airplane. Okay. We're flying over to Austria. Ooh. We've already mentioned Krampus. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not going to go deep into this. Okay. But... He is an evil counterpart to Santa. Okay. He's a demon who punishes bad children. And in Austria, people will dress in devil costumes, carry chains and a basket, and roam the streets. And they are looking for bad children to haul away to hell. I mean. Love it. Love it. So creepy. That's right out of nightmares. And if you've ever seen anything about, like, the depictions of Krampus. Krampus. He's horrifying. Horrifying. Okay, what's the movie? Help me. It's, uh... Nor... Mm, yep. Something. Yep. I don't know what you guys are the even The one about. with the something rare exports. Rare exports. Yes. Oh, God. I was trying to say north something. I forgot I, uh, about that one. Yes. Is that also Norwegian? Uh, you think? Danish or something? Yeah, I think it's Norwegian. Somewhere up there. Sure, it's in that neck of the woods. Got it. It's great. So and it's genuinely it's weird. Actually, terrifying. Terrifying. Um, Yeah. yeah. Rare exports. That's my media recommendation of the week. Good. Good. good, I just remembered the uh, the Office episode. The Belschnickel. The (laughs) Belschnickel. It's like the German Santa Claus uh-huh. that Dwight insists on pushing to the office. <laughs> and he, like, whips people with some, <laughs> yeah, like, branch, basically. Yeah. Oh, so good. So, yeah, Krampus is scary. Very scary. Uh, he's like a, a furry, horned demon. And <laughs> so cute. Like, grown... Larger than a man-sized demon. But, dude, if you look at old depictions of Santa Claus, he's not quite that. But it's not Much the scarier. joyful, no. jolly, happy American Santa that we have now. That's because Santa was actually thought of as more of an elf or a gnome type right, right. guy. Yep. Until the 1930s when Coca-Cola started advertising him as that oh, wow. white 
ho, ho, ho. You know, fat, jolly, yeah. nice-looking old grandpa man. Unbelievable. So Coca-Cola Dude. is responsible for the Western world seeing Santa the way he does. I mean, all of it is so weird. Like, putting coal in the kids' stockings for being bad. Yeah. It's awesome. It is kind of awesome. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Okay. We are moving on to Catalonia. Mm. Oh, hey, where is that? <laughs> is that Spain? I, Tis. Yes. Region of Spain, yes. yes? Okay. And it used to be its own country, I do believe. Oh. Own kingdom or something. Wow. Some okay. Area. A, not, not a geography Went from major. not knowing about it to knowing too much. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Went from telling you a story it. to not knowing where I'm talking about. Yeah. It is an autonomous community of Spain. Yes. Okay. Welcome to the bizarre Catalonian tradition of cagatillo or defecating log. Yay! It's Mr. Hanky! What does that even mean? That's a pooping log. Okay. It's the poop log. But explain. So, locals in Catalonia created a character out of a log. Or, sorry, create. Ah. They currently create a character out of a log, drawing a face on it and giving it a hat. Then they spend a fortnight feeding it fruit, nuts, and sweets. So it really <laughs> is like Captain Hanky. Sort of Captain Hanky. Wait, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> That's not right. Hanky the Christmas poo? Mr. Hanky. It's Mr. Hanky, not it's, Captain. It's Captain Hanky now. He's I just got promoted. He's got a little captain hat. Yeah. Aww. So on Christmas Eve, the entire family beats the logwood sticks and sings a traditional song that translates to... If you don't crap well, I'll beat you with a stick until the log excretes all its treats. It's <laughs> I gotta tell to Don about this. Oh my God. Why this tradition hasn't caught on elsewhere. They also decorate their nativity scenes with small, pooping ceramic figurines. Usually well-known characters, often drawn from that year's news, the figurines always have their pants down around their ankles. <laughs> and I'm going to play you oh a little clip of a kid hitting... The poop log with a stick, and his whole family is singing. Yay! There's volume. There is. Play it right in the mic. I'm going to, as soon as I can get to it. Okay. What? That is crazy. So that sounds like a that's them singing or something. something and smacking a log on the ground with sticks, and it translates to, "If you don't crap well, I'll beat you with a stick." I love it. I'm here for I it. I love. We it. need to bring this tradition here yeah. ASAP. And I wish you could see the picture of the little log that they're smacking because it's so adorable. Aww. I mean, that's a healthy tradition. It has a little red cap, kind of <laughs> off to the side. <laughs> Like a little Christmas stocking? Or I mean, a, you know, a little hat? Not, no, like a little... little red top hat. Just oh, askew okay. on its head. Hat. A little chapeau? Yeah, Cute. very strange. Cute. Okay. I love that one. Yeah. And I, I like that it encourages being regular, you know? True. It's important. Yeah. Fruit, nuts. Fiber. And treats. Cool. That's all we really need. Uh, okay, we're flying over to Greenland now. Woo! All right, all right. This is one place I don't ever want to spend Christmas. Yeah. Okay? 
So their tradition is to eat two of the most foul-sounding things I think I've ever heard. Again, this is Greenland? Greenland. This is worse than the Thanksgiving candy. Worse. I would rather eat a whole bag of that than taste either of these things. Oh, great. Oh, great. So one, I'm going to butcher how you pronounce these, but one is matak, and it's M-A-T-T-A-K. Okay. It is raw whale skin Mm. with a little blubber. Mm. Mm. Blubber. The second is called kiviak. It's K-I-V-I-A-K. It's made by wrapping an auk, which is a small aquatic bird, okay, um, in seal skin, huh. burying it for several months. So it's dead before it gets wrapped? Uh-huh. Okay. And okay. then you eat its decomposed flesh. Huh. Merry Christmas. I mean... Nope. Is it because they're trying to kill themselves? What are they doing? I think so. Yeah. Too much snow. Yeah, you Does know, it decompose if it's I just don't in think snow? they're supposed to be up there. Like, have you ever seen things about um, Barrow, Alaska? Barrow's, Alaska? Yeah. yeah. Hey. Why be there? What you doing up there? Why, why do you live up there? <laughs> it's just not for people. I... It's ridiculous. I hate being cold. Oh, Sarah, so there is not a place much. worse for you and I. <laughs> nope. It is literally dark. For 30 days in a row, Mm -mm. which also is the plot to one of the best vampire movies, 30 Days of Night. night. But anyway, I don't want it. I don't need it. And my guess is a lot of Greenland. eh, That's probably not true. I bet a lot of Greenland is probably pretty lovely. Oh, I bet it's beautiful. Yeah. And the people are probably really nice. But it's just too cold. What's the main city in Greenland? I don't know. I was going to say Greenville. You're, You're thinking of Iceland. Yeah, they're thinking of Reykjavik. Right. Iceland is Iceland's beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, let's Greenland go to, let's go to Iceland. That's the whole joke. Yeah. It's like, Iceland why is Greenland is called green. Greenland? It Greenland should be called that. Ice, yeah. Yeah. Ah. Uh, Copenhagen is Denmark. It is. Because yeah. Copenhagen is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Uh, Re- Reykjavik. Reykjavik. Reykjavik is awesome. Yeah, Reykjavik has like pretty sweet. And Iceland uh, has great rad bands and artists. Yeah. Bjork, Sigurdrós. Lots of yeah. fairies and elves. But I know True. nothing about Greenland. Hey, what is going That's on in Greenland? That's because it's largely uninhabited, I think. I think there's a lot right? of polar bears. Yeah. Is it's... it an island? Yeah. I mean, in it the same is... way that like Madagascar is an island. Like Ireland is an right. island. Right. Okay. It is out in the sea. Right. Okay. Right. Enough about Greenland. Let's leave. Let's get out of there. Let's get out okay. of there. Let's I don't want somebody to force whale skin into my mouth. <laughs> So we're going to go to where it is much warmer. Yay! We're heading down to Guatemala. Yeah! I like that. And in Guatemala, they believe that the devil and other evil spirits live in dark, dirty corners of your home. Uh Uh-oh. So they clean house like crazy people leading up to Christmas. See, I don't like that. You don't like cleaning? No. (laughs) That's why I'm paying someone else to do it. Wait, they believe that they... The because it's dirty, you said? Yeah. Yeah, because, like, cleanliness is next to godliness. Exactly. Oh, yep. that, that's just some made-up, like... This is just some, like, abuela made yeah, this up one day, because she's like, I'm tired of cleaning up after these little yeah. assholes. By the way, that's the cutest word for, like, a, a granny. Abuela. Abuela. I know. I know. I love it, man. I love it. Yeah, in the week leading up to Christmas, it's cleaning time. And not just cleaning, but, like, decluttering. Mm-hmm. They pile all the junk up outside. They top it, the giant pile, 
They top it with an effigy of the devil. Uh, and then they light it on okay. fire. Okay, I'm back into it. Dude. It's called La Quema del Diablo, which translates to burning of the devil. Yeah. And the idea that's, is that they Christmassy. will basically clear their house of evil spirits and the old year. Yeah. And start fresh. I'm actually kind of into this one. I like that. Yeah. As soon as you set it on fire, I was back in the game. Yeah. I like the idea of burning stuff, just maybe not burning trash. Because right. that's not, not the best. environmentally responsible. No. But it does sound like fun. It, it does. Is fun. Okay. We are going over to Italy. Italy. Um, where they believe that Santa's little helper is an old witch <laughs> named La Bafana. Yeah. La Bafana. I love her. Yep. And cool. the story is a little convoluted because as most traditions are, yeah. it's like, where did this start and why is it here now? But basically, it started when the three wise men invited a witch to come with them to see the baby Jesus. But she said, I'm sorry, I can't go. I'm too busy. (laughs) I like that. Now, I don't know how that that. translates to her being Santa's little helper, but... um, More like Satan's little helper, am I right? I like that she's too busy. Basically... (laughs) I got shit to do. She gives little gifts, chocolates and stuff to kids... Um, like stocking stuffers, basically. And so my daughter Lauren spent a year in Italy. She was there for Christmas. Yeah, I was and just going to ask this. She said, yep. That's I a got, thing. I got chocolate from La Bafana. Can I see, Ashley, can you, like, is there a picture of her? Is there, of like, La a Bafana? depiction of her? Yeah, it's just an old witch. Like a witch witch. That yeah, I, like that a... I'm picturing a witch from Like Hocus a cackling Pocus. old witch. Yeah, with a broom. Aw, oh, she's cute. Oh, yeah, like straight up yeah. Halloween witch. Yep, Totally. On a broom. And it sounds with, like, like Christmas stuff around it. La Bafana was added to the Santa Christmas in sort of a desperate attempt to pull together the Jesus Christmas yeah. with the Santa Christmas. They kind of the, the Vatican sort of pulled the the witch oh. in to sort of link them somehow. Don't really understand how that works, but you know, like I said, like most traditions Huh? Look sure. at that picture. Who cares? Sir. Yeah, I kind of want a print of that. Ooh. She's fierce. Gnarly. She's fierce. La Bafuna. Her face Bafuna? looks like a dread. Bafuna. Bafuna. La Bafuna. La Bafana. Right, give me a spelling. L A. Yes, then B A F A N A. B A F A N A. Yep. Okay. And Lauren was funny. I told her about this and I didn't say La Bafana. I just said the old witch. And she goes, oh, yeah, Bafanda. Bafanda. And I was like, I don't think that's it. And then I looked Close. up. She's like, yep, no D. Nope. No D. <laughs> La Bafana. She's fluent in Italian. So yeah, that was funny. That's great. Bafanda, like La Fonda. Yes. <laughs> okay. Now we are flying over to the Czech Republic. Yeah, Woo! Yeah, we are. So in the Czech Republic, Czech women on Christmas Eve, they will stand with their back to the front door facing into the house. Okay. With the door open. Okay. And they launch one of their shoes behind them over their shoulder. So out the front door. Out the front door. And if the shoe lands with the toe pointing the door, they'll get married that year. <laughs> wow. If it doesn't, they'll spend another year as a spinster. You know, it's funny. I was going to say this reminds me of like wedding tradition. Yeah. Yeah. Throwing the bouquet. Totally. So it is marriage related. Uh-huh. Weird. Huh. Specific to Christmas. But yeah, yeah why on Christmas? I don't know. 
Just something you do. Just something you do. Jesus is busy, you know? You gotta hit him when it's on his birthday. Yeah. It's like... You know what's crazy about all this? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, What's crazy about all this is, like, we're talking about the differences culturally within regions and countries, which is vast. Right. I mean, we haven't covered 10% of this stuff. But what's even weirder is the, like micro zeroed in family traditions within mm-hmm. these regions. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. Our psycho family has the weirdest traditions that I can't even tell you on air. Nope. I like I can't. Nope. I'd be canceled. What happens we in can't the Mac do it. house stays in the Mac it house. Stays in the Mac house. Has to be that way. And the only way you find out is if you're married into it. That's right. Or if you're adopted in. Or if you're adopted. Yep. We'll just say we have a gingerbread making contest. That's all I'm saying. It's gingerbread house making contest. It gets a little dicey. dicey. <laughs> no no social media allowed on those days. Nope. Nope. But yeah, and there's a lot more to it from there. But, I, you know, I'm curious what other families do. I, I've always we, wanted to know. We just learned that Lisa from Walt's Chili Bowl has a dick that's apron. Right. Oh, that's yeah. Right. And that's a whole thing. That's a tradition in her family. And, yeah. like, it has to happen. And yep. Ryan wears it while he cooks yeah and that's how she knows it's thanksgiving yeah right because the dick apron from her dad is out there's just a lot of that stuff (laughs) like when you go to the chill cots what's the thing that you get you always they have to look for yeah yeah like i love that stuff Uh and always gonna have ruffles and clam dip yeah at every holiday right tina makes clam dip and it's amazing this one year ashley's mom put out cream like a block of cream cheese Uh uh-huh poured soy sauce over it and then put um, green onions green sliced, onion all, sliced over all over it, it. with triscuits. With yep. triscuits, and and clearly, I loved it. Of course, <laughs> and I made that very clear. So every year since, yeah. if that's not out, I turn around and I walk out. Yeah, we always we have our um, quote unquote white trash appetizer that we'll bring to places, yeah. and it is a brick of cream cheese, Ugh. cocktail sauce, and those baby bay shrimp with wheat thins. And you mix that together? No, you don't mix it. You oh, just dump oh, it over the just... top. You don't even shape the cream cheese. It is in the brick. Cocktail sauce on top of a brick of cream cheese. Uh-huh. Like the red ketchup-y that stuff. actually makes a lot with of shrimp. sense It's amazing. Mm, yeah. Sweet tart kind of thing. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's great. <laughs> wow. Okay. Weird. Love Back it. to Christmas. Okay. Now we're in South Wales. As we usually are. Straight from the Czech Republic. We are now in South Wales. This is a good one. Yeah. So the people of South Wales... Don't know why they do this. Didn't care to look into it. It's still interesting. Yeah. They basically go caroling, but with them they bring an undead horse. So undead. Uh-huh. That's the the idea is that it's like a zombie. A zombie horse. So they take a horse skull. Okay. They drape a white sheet over it so it looks like a nun. Okay. Into it. They shove a pole somehow into this situation, yep. uh-huh. and they carry the horse head around with them while they go caroling door to door, and <sighs> they expect treats and drinks I from love the people it. that they carol to, and they want the people to carol back to them. Holy oh shit. God. I'm appropriating I'm that. a full-sized horse skull. Yeah. That is crazy. Look into this. It's nuts. South Wales. South Not Wales. Not even all of Wales. Nope. Sounds like just South Wales. And so, probably at this point, it's just like one small yeah, village I was gonna with say, six people. South Wales, that's like half of Washington County. Yeah, that's County just, at best. you know, yeah. dead horse Jerry down there. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's great, what though. he does. That's a weirdo. 
He wants it to be a tradition. <laughs> he started it 50 yeah, years ago. Right. No one caught on. <laughs> yeah, sure. We'll do that next year, Jerry. <laughs> okay. Now we are in Mexico. Yeah. Specifically cool. in Oaxaca. Yay. Nice. Where they have a radish carving contest every year. I and like that. all of these radishes are on display, but they only last for a couple hours before they start to wilt. Yeah, I like that. But the farmers around the area actually like pump hormones into these radishes <laughs> to get them huge so they can carve them into really ornate sculptures. Aw. It totally reminds me of when we went on that cruise and they had... Like the bread. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Bread sculpture. What a weird thing. They had all these fancy sculptures made out of bread. Yeah. Yeah. And then they had ice and fruit and all kinds of weird stuff that nobody ate. Yeah. Such a waste. Such a waste. But anyway. (laughs) It's for looking at. It's like carving pumpkins, but they carve radishes. And and it's not necessarily Christmassy. It's like monsters and. Love it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm digging it. I dig it. Okay. And this is the second to last country we're visiting. We are going to Iceland. Yay! Yay! Now we're in Iceland. Now we are. Where they have Ash's favorite. Yeah, I've been eyeing that. The Yule cat. Yep. (laughs) But it's not nearly as cute as it sounds. It's a giant cat that roams the countryside. And it, it was originally incentive to farm workers. If you worked hard, you got new clothes. If not, you got eaten. By the Yule Cat. Uh, Cuter than ever. I'm into it. (laughs) And nowadays, everyone gets new clothes. So it's a big (laughs) cat. It's a giant cat. Cute. Yeah, Yeah, I like that. I'm into that one. Do your farm chores or the Yule Cat's going to get you. (laughs) Taking that one. I've got a lot of new traditions I'm picking up. I'm not even joking. I'm doing so many If it relates to witches, she's in. She's in. If it relates to cats, she's She's in. in. Yeah. Garbage. Garbage. In Sweden, they have a Yule goat. Ooh. Oh, boy. Then I just stopped there. I know they have a Yule goat. That's the end of my story for that. <clears throat> because this is the best thing that Sweden does. Yeah. Sweden has an obsession with Donald Duck. Yay! Oh, wow. The 1958 Christmas special has been airing every year since 1960 at 3 p.m. sharp in <laughs> Sweden. On Christmas Eve. No way. <laughs> More than 40% of Sweden still tunes in to watch every year. Oh my god. The Donald so Duck funny. 1958 Christmas special. Unreal. So it just became a thing and... That's it. Every family loves it. Wow. Yeah. Now, How I funny. will say that there are dozens, probably thousands more of these traditions out oh, yeah. there that totally. I didn't even dig into a second. Think I was just thinking, for some reason, I thought of Russia. There's got to be some bonkers stuff they do up there <laughs> it's simply too big and weird of a place remote Just, yeah remote. Yeah. you get weird well Man. and russia is like its own world yeah where it's so big yeah. that one side and the other side are not even the same country like anymore south africa what are they what are they doing down there you know? oh i could tell you actually in south africa they eat fried caterpillars that was on my list, and I didn't include it. You mean like all year or just for Christmas? No, for Christmas. It's a thing. Because why not? Yeah. It's caterpillar season. You live in Africa. Mm-hmm. You're going to fry some caterpillars. Yeah. Cool. Wow. Yay! Yay! I love that. Dude, uh, just one last thing. I remember talking to uh, Australian guys. Where the hell was I? It was, it was somewhere foreign, like in Europe or something. You might have been with me, Ash. Anyway, these... I, I don't remember the context, but traveling, whatever, somewhere, and I met these two Australian fellas, and they were talking about 
Christmas time down for them is obviously summer. Yeah. Yeah. In it's Australia. Like surfing Santa. It's surfing Santa. It's yeah. surf time for these two dudes. They're like, oh, for us, like that's that's the that's when everyone goes out and mm-hmm. that's just so yeah. I mean, even just that alone, they obviously can't control that because they're that's the different hemisphere, so it's gonna be hot. But even just the weather affecting it is so interesting to me, you know? Like yeah. the ho 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 cheer snow, let it yeah. snow. That is just nope. that is a well, western North Hemisphere thing only. Even in Southern California, they have right. a Absolutely. Santa surf contest yeah. every yeah. year in Laguna Beach. I mean, yeah, exactly. Where Santas, full yeah. Santa suits, well, Santa beards and stuff mm-hmm. and swim trunks go out and surf. I always think of the beginning of the movie Almost Famous, which yeah. starts in San Diego yeah. in like the 70s. Uh-huh. And it's the, it's exactly that. Like yeah. there's a surf Santa guy walking down the street. Totally. And... <laughs> well, I just remember having Christmas on Grandma and Papa's balcony in uh, Palm Springs. Yeah. And or I guess it was Palm Desert. And we would sit out there on their astroturf covered balcony <laughs> and have Christmas dinner. Heck yeah. And we'd all be wearing sweaters. Right. But it was not not cold. Cold. you're just doing it because you see it in movies <laughs> it's like, oh we're like, supposed to wear sweaters because yeah, it's christmas I'm like right. i own one sweater one right yeah. it get slightly chilly at night it was for the photo awesome but. well cool write into us let us know what your weird family does totally i would love to know what you guys do because it's it gets weird we have all, a lot of weird stuff. we all have so many weird things and it's especially the ones that you take for granted you yeah. think that they're normal until you actually talk to someone else and you realize not everybody does that <laughs> you start saying it out loud you're like oh no, yeah, oh, that's really no like that's the, the, us the roller skate bear thing that oh, we do yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. we'll fill you in someday i, I think, think we probably we have i'm sure it. we yeah. have yeah i just like to leave it vague. we need to get some audio of those bears yeah, oh, the yeah. sounds just... that they make. The wails of their <laughs> dying batteries. <laughs> well, one last tradition, because I was looking over Sarah's list, and one caught my eye, and this was a, a bygone tradition that she had accumulated mm-hmm. originally. We were going to do bygone and around the world, but there's just too much good stuff from around the world. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is the Feast of the Donkey, yeah, and okay. I Googled it, and what came up was Feast of the Ass. So, of course, I was like, tell me more. <laughs> just for the just for the jokes, you know, if nothing else. So, I just wanted to tell you about the Feast of the Ass real quick. Okay. This is from encyclopedia2.thefreedictionary.com. Sure. Sure. In the Middle Ages, people in some parts of France commemorated the Holy Family's flight into Egypt with a celebration called the Feast of the Ass. Not only... It's never going to not be funny. Unreal. Nope. Not only did Christian legends place an ass in the stable where Jesus was born, but also medieval people imagined Mary and the baby Jesus riding on an ass led by Joseph as they plotted towards their Egyptian exile. Later, a donkey would carry the adult Jesus into the city of Jerusalem on the week before his death, an event celebrated on Palm Sunday, the Sunday before Easter. The ceremonies associated with the Feast of the Ass honored all the donkeys who played roles in these and other well-known Christian stories. They took place on January 14. The festivities featured a procession in which a young girl with a baby rode through the streets, the city streets, on an ass while people sang a silly song honoring the creature. And they have the lyrics here. 
From Oriental country came a lordly ass of highest fame. So beautiful, so strong and trim. No burden was too great for him. Hail, Sir Donkey, hail! (laughs) (laughs) So then the ass was then led into a church where religious services took place. Like the Feast of the Fools, these ceremonies tended to get out of hand. The topsy-turvy ambiance of medieval Christmas celebrations encouraged high-spirited excesses that gradually turned the event into a burlesque. (laughs) Particularly raucous celebrations took place in the town of Beauvais. After the procession, the ass entered the church where it was lavished with food and drink. Never not funny. I'm picturing an actual actual butt. butt. (laughs) Sir Mixalot butt. At the same time, the clergy conducted a kind of parody in the evening prayer service, which ended with everyone braying like an ass as they danced around the befuddled creature. Unreal. (laughs) Afterwards, actors presented humorous folk plays outside the church doors. The last event of the day was a midnight mass, which the priest brought to a close by braying three times. That is outstanding. I am way too immature for that. Yes. Yeah. Man, that's that's good. The Roman Catholic Church put an end to that in the 15th century because it was too nutso. <laughs> oh, really? That's huh. a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Sheesh. Let's bring back the ass. Let's bring back the ass. Hashtag bring back the ass. Now let's wind this podcast down. And it's that time of day. Sure. Week? Time, time of week. I like that. Uh-huh. Where we uh, recommend some recommended media picks content books movies podcasts whatever concepts concepts um (laughs) shall i start sure so this is something that my father jim macmillan recommend you know the guy oh i do he recommended this and he said make sure to watch this before we go to disneyland in about 11 days from today and that is it's called uh disney's adventures through the walt disney archives Kind of a long name, but it is a documentary on Disney Plus about the Disney archives and the people that run it, and it's a tour of it. This is, it is awesome. And it's only like a little under, a little bit under an hour, I want to say. Super easy watch. And it, it, so the Disney archives is everything that you can imagine. Like, um, Props from movies. Mm-hmm. The the ride vehicles that are no longer used at the parks. Uh, like big booklets and binders of studio production shots of Mary Poppins and all the movies over the years. Uh, like really great family photos of the Disney family. Just stuff like that. And then in this area, they do a, a studio tour where you can see Walt's original office. Uh-huh. The way that it was set up in the 60s. And... It's just great. Like, the, the piano that all of the music for Mary Poppins was written on. Yeah. Uh, Richard Sherman is the only person that's allowed to touch the piano. Wow. Still today. So when he dies, no one's allowed to touch the piano. That's That's it. a real thing. That's oh, cool. that'll be the day the music died, really. Yeah. Aww. But it, it was it was great. And it, it, there's just so much uh, detail about the company and just the individual things and stuff that he used and touched. And, I mean, they've done such a good job of... Uh, archiving and saving all of the that stuff over the years. It was really, really good. That's Highly cool. recommended. As a fan, we, we kept like yelling at the TV, like, can we do this? Can you go on this tour? I couldn't find anything. Mm. For, the only thing I could see is that they do exhibits. 
you know, like traveling yeah. exhibits where they take a portion of their archive and then right. they'll show it. Where For is instance, it? I mean, I assume like I think Burbank. Burbank yeah. yeah. It's in California. There's a current exhibit um, on exhibit. Yeah, it was somewhere weird. In Graceland. Odd. Huh. Just Elvis's property. Yeah. Weird. So anyway, check it out. It's an easy watch and uh, highly recommend it. Cool. Well, I have one and a half media recommend recommendations and neither Ooh. of them are Disney related at all. All good. Except that, no, neither of them are Disney related at all. Okay. <laughs> so the first one I already mentioned earlier in the podcast, Rare Exports. Yep. It's the Christmas horror movie about Krampus, but it's actually, it's about Santa. Yeah. But it's... It's great. Krampusy. Great. It's real hard to explain. It is. It's beautifully shot. No, it's very, a very genuinely weird, good movie, but yeah. really good movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, in a different language? Is it in that? It is in a different like language. Norwegian I, or whatever it was. I can't think of what language. You're gonna make me Google it. Yeah. In okay. any case, we're gonna let her Google that while I say the next one. Okay. So the next one is the show, a series on Amazon Prime called Fleabag. No, I've never heard of it. It's hysterical. People love it, yeah. It's so good. Who's in it? Uh, no one that I know. Okay. It's, you would love it, James. Feedback. What's yeah. it about? It's about a girl who's a piece of scum, so basically. What do you but call it? Dirt not. people? Yeah. Garbage, garbage people. people. Garbage people. But she's not. She's, she's kind of. It's, it's just. British, I take it? Yeah. Uh, is it? Yes. British comedy drama. That's what this yes. is saying. Okay. It's wonderful. I highly recommend it. Oh, I recognize her. I didn't, but... Kind of. She, yeah. She's in some stuff. Okay. Love it. Ooh, I like British stuff, too. Yeah. So, is it is it more funny? Yes. Okay. It's funny, but it's incredibly smart and witty. I'm looking up what else she is from. And it's quite naughty. Just mm-hmm. FYI. This is not a kid's show. She's in Solo, the Star Wars movie. Really? Um, yeah. What's her name? Uh, let's see. So she, her name is Fleabag? The character's name no. is Fleabag? No. Uh, well, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. So which one is it here? Which, oops, oops, sorry. Yeah, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. That's her? Yeah. Okay, she's credited as Fleabag. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> What is her name in it? That's really strange. She has a name in it, for oh, sure. Funny. Weird. Yeah. Anyway. Well, in any case. I yeah, she's in some back stuff. Down to where it's, it was. it's okay. Okay, well, cool. Yeah. I will check it out. Thank you. Awesome. Circling back to rare exports, this will explain why we don't really remember. So, countries of origin include Finland, Norway, France, and Sweden. Ah. Oh, that'll do it. The languages are Finnish and English. That's right. I knew it was Finnish. But filming locations are in Norway. So. Got it. Okay. okay. And yeah, like I said, it's not specifically Krampus, but it no. is, it's that same feeling same, of like, yeah. yikes, Off. Santa's terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great. Okay. Awesome. I have an animal hero of the week. Ooh. This one was sourced, as many of mine are, from the Bananas podcast and yeah. Instagram page. Great show. Today's hero, or this week's hero, is a hero dog awarded trophy for rescuing more than 100 koalas during Australian uh, bushfires. Oh, 
Buddy. Newsweek article by Anders Andelzy. A dog that rescued more than 100 koalas during last year's bushfires in wow. Australia has been awarded a gold medal for his heroic efforts. Bear, the Australian coolie, excelled as a rescue dog last year when he helped save dozens of koalas from the catastrophic Black Summer bushfires. For his efforts, six-year-old Bear was given the Special Recognition Award by the International Fund for Animal Welfare <laughs> during a ceremony at the UK House of Lords last month. Love it. During the Animal Action Awards, Bear appeared alongside a handler, Dr. Romain Critescu, of the University of the Sunshine Coast via video link to accept praise for his efforts. We think Bear really deserved this award. He's been such a good boy in helping us find and rescue a lot of koalas, especially during the bushfires, but he works throughout the year to help us in our job to make a better and safer place for koalas, Kritescu said. And here's a picture of him. Oh, he's a good boy. He's a good boy. I wonder what that means. Like, is he... How do you rescue a hundred... That's like one at a time, I would assume. Running in and pulling them out. Running them in, pulling them out. What a good boy. Wow. That's, That's amazing. That is so cool. Yeah. Well, what do we do? We salute him. We, we salute Bear. Salute you, Bear. Woo. All righty. Well, thanks for listening to another episode, Sarah. You know what to do. <laughs> I'm going to say exactly <laughs> what you I started signing it out. <laughs> thanks for listening to another episode of Disney Dependent. <laughs> See, See you real, real soon. soon. Bye. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Disney Dependent. And you can send us an email at DisneyDependent at gmail.com. This podcast is produced by Producer Ash. The logo is by Ryan Hatch, and you can find him at WR Hatch on Instagram. The music is by Ryan Knowles, and you can find him at Ryan Allen Knowles on Instagram. This show is mixed and edited by Deanna Chapman. You can find Deanna at Deanna underscore Chapman. And this has been a Team Dynamite Goat production. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the show, and we'll be back here next week.